This podcast is brought to you by ESET, the global leaders in cybersecurity. ESET business solutions range from endpoint and mobile security to encryption, two-factor authentication, and advanced threat detection. And they've just introduced their new endpoint security management platform called ESET Protect. The ESET Protect business security bundles take security to a whole new level. For small businesses and MSPs, I recommend ESET Protect Advanced to cover all your security bases. ESET Protect Advanced includes endpoint protection, cloud sandboxing for advanced threat detection, and prevention, full disk encryption, file server security, and cloud-based console. Right now, you can save 20% with this limited time offer. So you're not only getting best-in-class cloud-managed protection against advanced attacks, you're enjoying a significant discount. Not yet convinced? Don't worry. You can also get a free trial and an interactive demo at business.eset.com radio. Get 20% off ESET's new business cybersecurity bundle, ESET Protect Advanced, at business.eset.com radio. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I told you guys, I told you guys, I'll be dropping new randomness on the feed. Um, and this is one of the first examples of that. I know on the last episode of the podcast, I did state that my first kind of midweek episode would be uh, talking about the Shameless finale and probably, you know, just for some of the greatest finales in general. I'm still working on that episode um, and probably be the midweek episode next week. But this Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, show and the finale that happened and while the finale, I don't think the finale was the the best episode or even my favorite episode, I should say. Um, I think the episode before this probably was my favorite, which didn't even have a lot of action. It started off with that action scene, um, but then it was like a lot of just character building. And that was probably my favorite episode. If you guys can't tell, I'm a really big uh, on character. Like, I love that. Um, part of why my first short film was what it was. But anyway, getting away from all that, um, this show. Falcon and the Winter, the first, like, and I said it on the last full episode. I want to commend Marvel for just not shying away from race, from talking about race and what it is for a black man to be Captain America and all of that. All amazing. The fact that they did that. Now, I do want to say just to start this off, wow, they did make Anthony Mackie, uh, character officially Captain America in this finale, which is great. the thing that I want to make that, at least for me, is that and, and you guys let me know if you disagree or not and again this isn't like a, a again this is just a midweek catch-up so it's not as formal as how i'm going to be doing my main episodes um maybe this eventually moves to patreon i don't, I don't know we'll, we'll see how that's going to go eventually whatever but um they made anthony mackie captain america officially like yes captain america passed the shield on to him in infinity war um but i really hope that it's not just going to be on this show going forward and They've talked that there's potentially going to be a season two, but I want to see Anthony Mackie as Captain America on the big screen. Um, I think especially with losing Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately, and uh, T'Challa's character is that he can really, and I don't want to say step into the role because they're two completely different characters, but to have a, a prominent black superhero take over the mantle of Captain America on the big screen uh, would be huge for me. And I, and Again, that's just a nitpick. It's not to sit there and say I doubt that they'll do it or to cause like any controversies, nothing like that. It's just my thoughts. Like that was kind of a couple of hours after I watched the episode was to really sit back and think, okay, 
I hope he's just not Captain America on the show going forward. I hope that he's also we see him in the big screen in the big screen on because uh, he's a, a, an Avenger, and we know they are doing another Avengers movie. Uh, that doesn't him being Captain America doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the leader of the Avengers now. But I love just overall when you think about this, Marvel is very smart with how they're using their TV shows, and that is they're using the TV shows to flesh out stories that are in between the movies. So what I mean by that, for example, Anthony Mackie was handed the shield in one of the last scenes in Endgame. So he could pop up in the next Marvel movie, next Avengers movie, whatever, as Captain America in his outfit. And people who never watched the show really wouldn't question it because they saw the last thing they saw was him was him being handed the shield. So it makes sense. But for the people who are subscribed to Disney Plus, the people who do watch every bit of content that that is in the MCU with from the movies to the TV shows, we got this whole great story of Anthony Mackie being conflicted about taking up that mantle and a great six episode arc that fleshed out that story of him finally accepting that he is Captain America and he's worthy of being that. So I I, I love that the, what they're doing here as far as like they're in WandaVision, too. Because we know WandaVision is going to be the next, Wanda is going to be in the next Doctor Strange movie. And she could very well pick up, and for most people, it's just an outfit change. Um, so, you know, it, while I think WandaVision was more fleshed out into, it has more implications because Vision is back out there somewhere. Um, but I think that those implications, they, uh, the, the Marvel's using the, the, the TV show platform very well to flesh out the stories. But let's get into this overall season with uh falcon and the winter Soldier. um i talked about it's easy to talk about anthony mackie also bucky uh his character the winter soldier um just him coming to the realization of letting those demons go we really haven't gotten when you really think about it even in captain america uh the winter soldier which was the second film uh it he, he we didn't get much bucky because he was the winner he was brainwashed for most of that we didn't get of a lot of that we got more of it in civil war but we really haven't got to see a lot of bucky's progression as a character on the big screen and so to see that in this show it, and to make it all make sense to him to forgive himself um and and the, and try to beat those demons from the past and let go of that winter soldier moniker um it was all important and so it, it, it's great there uh but the one standout character in this to me was uh, uh well the fake john uh the fake Captain America was John Walker is his name uh he I love that they could have made him just a villain they could have made him just an asshole they could have made him just like this dickish character and they didn't there's so many layers to John to John Walker and I think it can go miss in a show that's just a great show overall it's easy it could have easily gone missed but what they did with him at least for me was so powerful um in the, in the sense that you see this man who just wants to be great. He wants to live up to the shield. He wants to be a great soldier. He wants, like, the very first scene that he's introduced in, we, well, not introduced, he was introduced at the end of the episode, but we actually got to see more of his character rather than him just walk out when he's in that, in that locker room and he's talking to Battlestar about what it means to take over the shield and his wife. Like, he wants to live up to that. But he's also somebody who has this, this mean streak. Um, so over the course of the show, we got to see him being this person who, um, idolizes, uh, Captain America and who, you know, said he never got to meet him. And, and then we go from that to seeing him become this, you know, even, even when he first meets Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he wants to work with them. And it's basically like, Hey, well, let's just do it together. Like you can see, like he wanted to live up to that. 
And then when they kind of shunned him, he was just like, all right, well, stay out of my way. You do your thing. I'll do mine, but stay out of my way. Um, and then we just see him like he wants to be he wanted to be so great that when he basically was <laughs> was got his ass kicked by super soldiers, got his ass kicked by the door Milaje, uh, couldn't really take on Bucky if he wanted to. And then he takes that serum and we know it brings out more sides of you. And then he sees his best friend die. Like, and that's the thing, like they made it and wrote this character extremely well. Um, and yes, in this episode, in the finale, him coming and like basically falling in line. Like I, the way that I look at it is that Sam was so inspiring as as now being not the Falcon, but actually as Captain America that he's like, all right, I just want to help. Um, you saw him take orders, uh, him work with Bucky, him. Uh, Bucky helped him like it. You, you see this, this he wants and he's trying to do good. And then when he's faced with that decision, is he going to go after one of the bad guys or is, is he going to save these people and pull this car back? And he made the correct decision. Um, so overall, like, it, 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 like, again, great characterization. Now, the bad guy in, in Carly, um, I think could have been done a little bit better. I think that they that they did a good job, at least with showcasing that she again is they and this is what Marvel does. Like for years, the, the, the thing and the knock on Marvel villains were they were kind of just cookie cutter. Uh, and it's and I do and it to me it does suck that she passed away that she died in this. I would have loved to see like maybe a, a go a different way with her. But is there any redemption? She is so focused on her goal and it has turned what was a noble thing in the beginning of just not wanting borders to like her being a terrorist um, and her embracing it. Did she have to die? This podcast is brought to you by ESET, the global leaders in cybersecurity. ESET business solutions range from endpoint and mobile security to encryption, two-factor authentication, and advanced threat detection. And they've just introduced their new endpoint security management platform called ESET Protect. The ESET Protect business security bundles take security to a whole new level. For small businesses and MSPs, I recommend ESET Protect Advanced to cover all your security bases. ESET Protect Advanced includes endpoint protection, cloud sandboxing for advanced threat detection, and prevention, full disk encryption, file server security, and cloud-based console. Right now, you can save 20% with this limited time offer. So you're not only getting best-in-class cloud-managed protection against advanced attacks, you're enjoying a significant discount. Not yet convinced? Don't worry. You can also get a free trial and an interactive demo at business.eset.com radio. Get 20% off ESET's new business cybersecurity bundle, ESET Protect Advanced, at business.eset.com radio. Um, but I think that, you know, they, they could have done a little bit more with her. I think we got like that one episode where we start really getting to know her. And then afterwards, she was kind of just the villain again. She kind of fell to the background. Um, and then the power broker, Sharon Carter being the power broker. One of the most obvious things uh, that, that you know, the reason I didn't think that Sharon Carter was going to be the power broker because I thought it would be too obvious. I thought maybe she was working in the in the background doing some um Nick Fury type stuff where you don't quite know what she's doing, but her goals are overall noble. So you see this character who like has because her country, the country turned that she fought so hard for turned its back on her that she's just a villain now in that five year. I would love to see. I don't know if it's going to be flashbacks or what, but like that five year gap between in game and now, like as she was building up and becoming the power broker, what that story was that she I get it that she fleed. I get it. You know, you you're a fugitive. But what made her turn to full villain? Um, but if you can't tell, I'm gushing. It's a, it was a great series. Uh, and the one thing that I that 
Marvel's doing very well is that with these episode links, I'm sorry, the number of episodes is they're not there's no fluff really. Even even in WandaVision having more episodes and there's just really no fluff. They are there to tell their story. They tell it well and they get the hell out. It's no need to drag it into 12 and 15 and 18, 20 episodes like with network television because they have time that they need to fill over the course of the year. So like with Disney Plus it just they they pick the number that they need to tell their story and then they get the hell out of here. Um so that's just overall, like I said I may I may come back eventually with like a more introspective review on the series and what what it meant, but I think overall this was the story of Bucky getting over what what he had been through and Sam becoming the the Captain America. And the, that suit looks so great and I love that that it's still it's basically ripped right out of the comic books and I know everyone doesn't read comic books um but it's ripped basically right out of that it looks great uh that first scene when he says he's Captain America you felt it and then the speech at the end let's talk about that before we go the speech at the end of this episode I think it started off a little bit cheesy um and I think whereas Steve Rogers at least in the in the movies every time he did a speech it felt kind of natural um but with this speech initially you started feeling it felt like you were like that was a story beat rather than, you know, you being engulfed in it at first. And by that, I really mean like the first minute of the speech. But then as it went on, it started feeling more natural, it started feeling not like just something that was written on the page to be powerful, but something that was actually powerful in of itself. And I think you see that in the way that the characters react to it. Um, and that was a Captain America moment. There's something about captain america and that moniker that you have to be able to stand above and beyond uh well on top of everything else you have to rise above certain things and that's what that speech did for him him saying that he knows there are going to be people that hate him just for having that shield just for being captain america and you know we know by that he's not just talking about white people he's talking about some people within his own race other black people who because of what america stands for they don't want to see that they, they, they can't believe a black man would want to stand for that. So he knows that. And that was the, the, the sticking point in that speech to me um, in a powerful one. And then, you know, Isaiah, him going back to see Isaiah Bradley. I'm glad that they went back and showed Isaiah Bradley watching the speech on TV. And you can kind of see it like him, what his thoughts were on a black man car carrying that shield. It kind of washed away as he was watching this and he started being inspired. Then when Sam went back to talk to him about it and taking him to the exhibit to see that he got he's no longer his history is no longer just written off that he got isaiah bradley a statue and that he is going to be in that captain america museum because at the end of the day he was a super soldier too while in the comic books he did wear the com the captain america suit at one time this he didn't but he was just as heroic in what he did um and his sacrifice for going and getting his brother's out of that POW camp was just as powerful and needed to be said. Overall, this was a great series. Um, so many great themes and so many great characters that I hope to live out in the MCU for a while. Sharon Carter, now the power broker. What does that mean for the MCU, even if it's just the Disney of the MCU? And I think what that's going to play into is the Armor War series that we know we're getting star starring Don Cheadle. And what the 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 plot of that series that's been released or the synopsis of that series that's been released so far was saying that Tony Stark's technology gets into the wrong hands. And if you listen to what Sharon Carter said at the end of that, of the end of the show, when she was on the phone, was that there, she's now going to have access to weapons. And 
they're going to sell him to the highest bidder. So I think what we're seeing is Sharon Carter may be, and Val, we'll talk about her in a minute, may be the big bads of kind of maybe an overarching story that's being told on Disney Plus with Armor Wars. And it could even play in The Secret Invasion. And by that, I mean Sharon Carter is acting very different than what we knew of her in that before the last time that we saw her in the mcu secret evasion in the comic books which is another show that's coming to disney plus but in the comic books it's basically the heroes finding out that the scrolls have been impersonating people and heroes for years and they kind of implant it's kind of like what they did with hydra but with aliens instead so what if it turns out like she's the villain in armor wars at the end of armor wars you find out she's actually a scroll like so there's a lot of different things and places they can go with it that could be told in the more grounded parts of the of the mcu uh, disney plus series and i for one i'm looking forward to it i really can't wait to see what they like they what disney has done with these two their first two shows out the gate so far has just been fucking amazing um yeah really just been amazing and so another thing that we end on val uh played by uh elaine from seinfeld uh her with u.s agent and uh, you know he has a new suit and i love that he even said well, it's the same thing it's just black like he, he it's, it's, now that the flag smashers are, are kind of gone he seems a little bit more left he just wants to help his country val's taking advantage of that well we think is she going to be a villain how does that play is that is she going to be a member of thunderbolts like or the leader of the thunderbolts we'll talk about that but like i love that john walker's still here he could have very well died and then we don't get him but i think having somebody who is patriotic but a little unhinged at times uh could be a great you know anti-hero because i like at least the way that he's not a flat he is not a flat-out villain and i know people like to paint him as that because he did kill somebody in cold blood but he is not a villain he's not um and so i I just can't wait to see what they continue to do with him overall that's my thoughts uh overall on, on the falcon and the winter soldier and i love that the the end title of that is captain america and the winter soldier so if we do get a season two that's what it's going to be called it needs to be i'm glad that it is anthony mackie as the new captain america let me know how you guys feel do you hope to see him also in the main mcu in the films be captain america do you like the the story that was told so far well in this show from start to finish uh and do you like the way that they paid respect of like telling the story of how he built up the confidence to take over the mantle of Captain America. I want to know. Let me know all those things. You know where to find me at, at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. This has been a special episode of The Awakened Soul. I will see you lovely and beautiful people Sunday with the full episode. Adios. Sharon, Bucky, what's going on on your end? Nothing, all quiet. I'm sorry, wait, who are I'm you? Captain America. I thought Captain America was on the moon. Hey, you ready? They grab that right there. <laughs> are you ready? Oh. Is you ready? Ready? You say you ready? Oh. Whole squad ready? Ready? Is you ready? Huh? Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Whole squad ready. We came here to see Jeff. What you got? No, no, no. Not on my watch. No way. Bring what you got. I'm going to the top. You can bring what you got. I'm going to the top. 
This podcast is brought to you by ESET, the global leaders in cybersecurity. ESET business solutions range from endpoint and mobile security to encryption, two-factor authentication, and advanced threat detection. And they've just introduced their new endpoint security management platform called ESET Protect. The ESET Protect business security bundles take security to a whole new level. For small businesses and MSPs, I recommend ESET Protect Advanced to cover all your security bases. ESET Protect Advanced includes endpoint protection, cloud sandboxing for advanced threat detection, and prevention, full disk encryption, file server security, and cloud-based console. Right now, you can save 20% with this limited-time offer. So you're not only getting best-in-class cloud-managed protection against advanced attacks, you're enjoying a significant discount. Not yet convinced? Don't worry. You can also get a free trial and an interactive demo at business.eset.com radio. Get 20% off ESET's new business cybersecurity bundle, ESET Protect Advanced, at business.eset.com radio.